Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi everyone, just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want to break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. This episode is brought to you by Shit You Should Care About and our new Cisco supporters. Head to the show notes to start supporting the media you love and the podcast hosts you love. everyone and welcome back to another episode of your favorite part of the week our five our favorite part of the week our favorite part of the week week, culture vulture i was just telling Liv, um i don't really like a long weekend because i get back when you're a business of only three people essentially you get back into a long week uh into the week and there's no one else there to pick up the slack like it's on all of us to just squish it all in oh god it is it's like you know researching for your podcast or whatever you have kind of like a lot less time and at 5 30 a.m i was in the car (laughs) on monday morning and i get an email from shit you should care about being like from lucy being like please don't tell Liv and ruby i'm working or whatever it is <laughs> and I was like oh my fucking god that bitch is a workaholic yeah I know I am a workaholic not but it's not to say that you all don't have to squeeze all your shit into those four days as well it's just I think it's an unpopular opinion that I would rather not have a long weekend than have one that's unpopular that's fair enough that's unpopular with me yes because I, I love the long weekend and so true um but there's no more describes my week um what does describe your week Mm, it's not that good. It's, <laughs> nor is mine. No. These are just getting worse and worse. Like, I want to say Love Island because, spoiler, we have a Love Island debrief that we're launching next week, which is going to be a little mini podcast that you'll hear all about. Um, that I'm sure you've already heard about me talking in the newsletter or maybe in an ad that we've already run. I'm not sure how things are going. It's a short week, you know. Um, I don't have my ducks in a row yet. <laughs> but the thing that describes my week, aside from Love Island, is... Last week, me and Ruby got off a really long weekend. Oh. Uh, no, a really long meeting. And a she really said, long weekend. You just can't get it out of your head. That's all you're thinking about. It's, not, okay, it's not even one of my strong opinions. It's just like, come out. <laughs> um, we got off a long meeting and Ruby just said, I'm spent. And then, Oh, yeah, that was iconic. Then, I've been thinking that the end of last week, I was spent. Are you still spent? No, because I've just had, look, had a really relaxing long weekend. <laughs> you just had a long weekend. Just had a good long weekend. <laughs> at the end of this week though I'll be fucking spent <laughs> oh god I know I can feel it yeah. I'm not spent yet but I will be um, and then I also thought I'm spent because I've recently <laughs> been spending a lot of money but I'm really trying not to feel like guilty or bad about spending money because one the price of living is just going up up and up so you have to like fuel is so expensive but it's like something that I need to get 
to work, especially if it's raining and I can't get on the bike. Oh my god, yeah. I give myself like $50 a week to spend on petrol. Last week I spent like 130 Yeah. And I'm just like, it's fine. It is. And then I'm also like, we work really hard and so I'm really trying to be like, you. I don't spend money on shit things either. It's like enjoyable stuff. So I'm spent because I'm actually spending <laughs> as well. I um, love that. Live. What describes your week, Dill? Okay, mine's also pretty fucking bad, but it's like just the fact that no one our age knows what the fuck they're doing. Which is not a hot take, but it was just so funny because my friends came up to Auckland um, and we went out for dinner on Saturday night and it was just so, so funny because they were trying to like figure out what they were doing next year and their travel plans. At the start of the dinner, they were going to go to Asia in like a few months' time or whatever. (laughs) Halfway through the dinner, they changed it to Mexico and by the end of the dinner, they changed it to Europe. So it was just like, we were all just sat there like, we actually, yeah, we don't know how to live our lives, especially now that like, you know, we've come out of COVID. Yes. And it's just like, there's too many options. We're all freaking the fuck out. And we're a little bit older, so it's no longer like cute. We're 19. We don't know what we're doing. It's like, no, I actually have a little bit of income. Yeah. I have the option, like the opportunity to go somewhere. Yeah, it's and- like that wasn't even the issue. It was just the fact that like no one can choose shit anymore. No. And like, I don't know how I'd even react, like, going on an international flight these days. I've, like, reverted into baby mode. Honestly, that's my biggest fear at the moment. Fuck a flight. But, yeah, so that's it. And, Liv, more importantly, I realise that we haven't actually introduced to our wonderful listeners what the hell we're talking about today. It's quite an important one. So if you want to intro us, what are we talking about? So we are talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard yet again. We've done a part one a couple of weeks ago that you guys seem to really enjoy. So we thought that we would kind of finish, as as now the trial has Mm. finished, um, our whole sort of sentiment on it. Um, So yeah, that's what we're discussing today. I think it's going to be really good because the last one was like context and examples of their history, their backstory, which really helped. Liv did the research and it really helped me understand as she was explaining it to me and I'm sure as a lot of you felt. But then this one I feel like is more going to be, we have a little bit of hindsight, we've sat with the results of the case, like wrap it up and and actually send it into the past. Yeah, (laughs) and then move along and hopefully TikTok and the internet sort of goes back to normal because that was wild for a second there. Speaking of wild, Mm. Liam Painful. (laughs) Let's um, oh, we've only got we've painful. only got one naughty or nice this week because like first of all I know we're gonna have a big chat about Johnny and Amber and second of all just all I can think about is Liam Payne I just couldn't think of anything else to talk about and so there's a lot to unpack with mm-hmm. Liam Payne and we're not gonna do it all and I'm actually gonna rush because I've been thinking about it too much. Fair enough. First of all, he's like launched a bunch of NFTs, which is like really dumb for him. Like. I what get type it. of NFTs? Just, I think he's been doing some little drawings and just wants to oh, mint okay. them, chuck them on the blockchain yeah. and do a quick pump and dump. As they do these days. <laughs> Make some quick money. Um, just for the record, Web3 can be cool. I'm sure it's got some great use cases. NFTs, I'm not that into, which you've probably got by my sentiment on here, but... I'm cautiously optimistic about the future because there's cool technology popping up all the time. Just thought I should put that in there. I think that's a nice place to be sitting. Yeah. Um, so with NFTs, I think for him, don't love it for him because no. I just don't think he's an artist except for a singer. But maybe he is. Anyway, then he cheated on his girlfriend and One Direction fans thought that he was with his girlfriend. So they took a photo of him and this girl, posted it online, and then his girlfriend, oh, his fiance, I should say, at the time was like, 
this isn't me. Like, people were tagging her in it thinking... Do people just not know who she is or something? No, we know who she is. She is. She used to be a One Direction fan. She was, like, at their concerts and stuff. Oh, my God. So it's, it, like, a real-life um, fan, fan fiction. fiction. Anyway, but then... Well, it ended in a not fan fiction. Well, it ended in a not fairy tale because he was pictured with this other girl. People thought that it was Maya, his fiance, were tagging her and she had to comment something like, hey, I appreciate the fans so much, but it really hurts to see a photo of me being, uh, a photo of Liam and a girl that's not me being super. Sorry, imagine that one, your boyfriend's cheating on you. Two, everyone's tagging you in the picture of your boyfriend cheating on you. It's pretty diabolical. No, it's diabolical. And then he, like... They obviously broke up, and then really quickly he stepped out with this new new girlfriend, the one he was pictured with, cheating on his fiance. Anyway, so there was that saga, but the one that I'm going to talk about today is him going on Logan Paul's podcast mm. of all people. What is it called? Impulsive. Impulsive. Great name. Yeah, like, that actually I hate is. to say it. Fucking great no, name. I know. I know. It could have come straight out of your brain. Yeah, I know. I love it. <laughs> anyway, don't love the podcast. Don't really love the dude either. But Liam Payne went on. Um, impulsive, probably because he couldn't get on James Corden or Jimmy Fallon or This whatever. is what I thought was so weird. Side tangent with, yeah. um, you know, how you made me watch James Corden's kind yeah. of thing with Harry Styles and them recording Daylight. Okay, Harry does not say a single what, word. That's what I see. Oh, is it? Okay. No, I was yeah. literally like... It was awkward. I was literally like, why does it, it Harry was a James show. have to talk this whole time? But it was like... Because usually I find James Corden quite, like, almost unbearable to watch mm. just in carpool karaoke's when he's, like, singing over the artist and yeah. quite inserting himself, whatever. Like, that's his whole shtick. Like, it is, He yeah. can do it. Um, and he's ending the show soon, so I don't want to die on that hill of hating James no, Corden. Yeah, fair enough. Um, however, I agree. It was like, but it didn't even feel like he was inserting himself. It felt like Harry just didn't want to say No, anything. it felt like Harry didn't want to be there. I know. The entire time. And it was like, if James wasn't inserting himself, there would have not been any sort of content. I know. But maybe Harry was real tired because he's doing all this promo. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't blame the guy. No, neither. Like, Jesus Christ. And also going into a girl's apartment, like, where they're like... Fanning I over know. you. I mean, it would probably be the same if you ever met us. But no, it would be. But that would be like nightmare material. No, honestly, for like, us. Yeah, but like it would be cool. For, it would be awful to no. be in his shoes. I know. I just would hate it. Oh my god, I know. So, um, great tangent though. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Love. Anyway, <laughs> let's go back to Liam Painful. So... Basically, okay, we always want to caveat these things by saying something about Liam feels like he's going through something. Like yeah. just the way he was using alcohol um, during the podcast. Like I've listened to the whole thing. I like wanted to know what everyone was going wild about on Twitter. And like it does seem like with all these events, he's sort of losing himself. He's going through something. I just think we can, we always need to caveat shit with that because we've seen Kanye. I agree. And it's hard being in the public eye. And yeah. it's hard people dissecting every single fucking word that you're saying. But, yes. Yeah. But in saying that, um, he went on this podcast yeah. and he he did have odd behaviour, but it was just like kind of narcissistic behaviour. It, it was like when... 
oh, I don't know how to describe it, but like almost martyrish. Like I'm above everything and everyone. Like, but I also don't really care. Yeah, exactly. But I'm trying really hard to like be this sort of zen guy. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it did. It, it came was, across odd. It was just really random. So he just, I mean, he made all these calls. It starts off about him talking about how he fought Quavo shirtless in a bar. And then the podcast host is sort of like, yeah, why are you shirtless all the time? And he's like, oh, well, like, I'm really proud of my body at the what moment. Does he say, like, I used to be a huge guy yeah. or something like that? It's like, he, he didn't even. and But, like, he's proud of his body. He's whipped his shirt off all the time, like, go off. Then he talked about how One Direction was essentially formed around him because Simon yeah. Cowell brought him back and, I don't know, built the band around him. Like, there's parts of this that I think have some truth. Like, obviously, Simon Cowell, he auditioned two years before mm. One Direction was a thing. Simon Cowell knew who he was. He could sing. He did hold the boys together in terms at, of at timing. At the start as yeah. well. I do remember him sort of being, like, the front-facing guy and then slowly it transitioned to yeah. sort of, like, Harry and Zayn coming to the front. Yeah, and, like, he... You know, he had to literally aggressively slap his legs so the boys would stay on beat. Like, he did teach them a lot. But also, like, he said that he was the inception of One Direction and, like... He just hyperbolized a lot of shit, hey? he did. But then also trying to come across like he didn't give a fuck. It's like, you do. You're trying to tell everyone that you're, like... Why else would you be on the podcast? Like, you're losing relevancy. Like, Harry's having his big moment. Like, it's really funny. Everyone's saying, like, Harry's playing Coachella and you are at an after party at Coachella trying to fight people. Like these Honestly. levels, and it was like the whole time he was sitting, sat there on the panel, and everyone was like kind of gassing him up, but in a sort of like we're not really sure about this guy sort of way. Yes. Like it was just all a bit awkward. And, and did you see the bit in the podcast where um, Logan Paul goes, "I think your girl just spilled her coke," and then he goes, "Oh, baby," or something, and it's like, yuck. Oh, anyway, um, he continues. Like he actually spoke really nicely about Louis saying mm. like after saying he basically came to blows with people behind the stage which I don't know who he came to blows with oh and then he said that cringe thing that was like oh my god no if that you don't, <laughs> what did he say if you don't put those hands down there There's is a, a high chance you're gonna, gonna lose, lose them, them. <laughs> anyone that says something like that is just inherently a bit of an arsehole well, I think. yeah and then he said what he also said like um, I made it quite known to the band that I didn't take any shit. I'm not going to tell you how. Like, yeah. oh my God. Was, I'll leave it to the imagination. Oh, he was so cringe. He, yeah, but he said about Louis, like, some people had their voice in the band on stage and some people found it in leadership behind the stage. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, he spoke quite well about Louis, but maybe that's because he doesn't see Louis as a threat. Um, he also bragged about doing illegal things, but never getting caught for doing them, which was really cringe. It was when he was talking about his, quote-unquote, feud with Justin Bieber and he was like, oh, yeah, Justin Bieber's been naughty in the past or whatever, got caught doing illegal things. And Liam was sort of like, yeah, I did them all. I just didn't get caught doing them. Oh, like, my God. I know. Like, and that whole thing, it's like, yeah, I just went into Beeb's trailer. Oh, and, like, no, just, like, what? puts himself on this weird fucking pedestal. <laughs> and it's just, like, the whole way that all of those guys were talking about Justin Bieber was like, yeah, you know, like, wit in with the Beebs. Um, And then he made the bold, bold claims live that he outsold everybody in the band with oh. his one billion streams, one billion. <laughs> And albums or some record sales <laughs> with Quavo and I mean that's been quite heavily fact checked on the web that like how can you just say something blatantly untrue like do not understand the internet <laughs> that's literally I, I, I kinda, there's fact checkers everywhere you can't get away with that sort of shit anymore <laughs> that's why he was on Impulsive and yeah. not Jimmy Fallon <laughs> right as if Jimmy Fallon would let him say I like outsold all the members of the band <laughs> um, he talked about in One Direction he would enjoy the minibar and smash up the hotel room oh, no 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 what I've 
when he found so funny is he kept referring to One Direction as a rock band. Oh, and he said, like, our last few albums slowly pivoted to rock. Towards rock. And then he couldn't say the member of the Eagles that was apparently really obsessed with one of their songs. He was like, oh, yeah, from the Eagles, whatever his name is. And I was like... Like, as though you're above the egos. No. No, I just found that so funny. And he said something about no one wants to be part of a cheesy boy band. I'm like, you were a cheesy boy band and you should own it. Like, you you Harry owns it. Yeah, like, you were not rock stars. Well, actually, the last two albums are, like, trying to be rock. Yeah. Like, almost fully trying to be rock. But the first three, or the first two, at least, are pure bubblegum pop sugar. Oh, my God. That was just really funny to me. Because he wanted to be seen as, like, One Direction Fleetwood Mac. No. on the same. Like... Oh, he, they just got to own it, though. He said he has perfect pitch like Charlie Puth, but because he never learned to play the piano or whatever, he just, like, never could put it to use. Like, how did you slide that in there? <laughs> no, he said his five-year-old has perfect pitch. No, that's where it came from. He said his five-year-old was going to be the most successful person in the yeah. world. <laughs> That was a peak of the interview. Okay, a few more things. Shed a layer, Lucy. Shed a layer. I've had to shed a layer with all that laughter. Um, (laughs) um, He said he's got a lot of companies and he's big in biotech. (laughs) How did he manage to fill all of these things? It's like he came in with a checklist. Like, if I'm not going to succeed at singing, at least let me name seven other things that I could do. <laughs> and the fact that I winked at my judge and now she's my baby mama. Oh. And what did he say? He was like, oh, yeah, that's a dangerous weapon or something. Or like, yeah. Have you seen the meme? No. Have you seen the video of him winking at her in the audition? Oh, yes, but it makes me cringe. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. And then lastly, and this was the bit that fans really sort of got up in arms about on the internet, was there was the chat that he had about Zayn. Yeah. So Logan brings up that um, his brother Jake Paul had an altercation with Zayn, and then basically as soon as Zayn's, Zayn's name gets brought up, Liam starts sighing, like, mm. ugh. Zane, like, yes, let's talk. But then, I'm actually not going to lie, I did not think that, and this always happens with the internet, that what he said actually lined up with the level of, like, outrage over what he said about Zane. I definitely agree. So he says, he, like, basically all he says is, there's many reasons why I dislike Zane, but there are many reasons why I'll always, always be on his side. And then I've sort of paraphrased this. If I had to go through what he went through, his growth and whatever else, my parents are overly supportive to the point where it's annoying at times. Zayn had a different upbringing in that sense, which is that's the bit, that one line that people Mm. were sort of like, has kind of racist undertones because he's sort of just saying he doesn't really understand Zayn's upbringing. Which I can understand because he's obviously the only member of that band that isn't white. Yes, exactly. And, And so it was like... Bro, you can't just brush off There was Zane. definitely just an inference there. Yes. And just like a lack of understanding, I think. Yeah, a yeah. lack of understanding that he obviously, he didn't, he intended for that um, 
to help him saying that he intended for it to be like he didn't have all the support that he should have mm-hmm. and that's why he was like this but it didn't come off that way which I get um, and then he said I don't agree with any of his actions and I can't be on his side about any of that about like his aggressive shit that he's been through um but what i can say is i understand and my only hope is that the person on the other end of the phone wants to receive the help that you're willing to give them and like it was a very short chat where he didn't really like comment on zane's actions or like come for him that bad like no he probably shouldn't have even none of the other boys have gone on and aired any laundry about one direction so he should not he should have kept zane's name out of his mouth and especially zane's upbringing if zane like i don't know whether zane has come and talked about his upbringing publicly but it's like that's not your place to do so um i do think that Again, it just everything he said came with like that twinge of ego. Yes, I like all that big spoonful of ego, and it was sort of like you know, like my family's better. Yeah, like, well, just like I, I can't help everyone, sort of thing. Yeah. Like that kind of sentiment, which is like I get that. Hopefully, it's coming from a nice place. Mm. Which like I think. He well, just when I listened, I was sort of like. Because I went in thinking it was going to be way, way more oh, aggressive yeah, I than know. it was. To be honest, when I saw like all of the media commentary and like some TikToks and shit, I thought that because I went in and watched the whole thing yeah. as well, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. So did I. Yeah. Just I just thought him like quote unquote bad mouthing Zane was going to yeah. be longer and worse. And, yeah. But instead, he just did this caveat and then they moved on. Yes. Um. But still, none of the boys have spoken about any of this shit, so he should not be like just trying to get in there first and. Anyway, um, that's Liam painful. I feel like I tried to make that quick, but then it ended up, it was actually, there was too much. Oh, too much to say, but it was all quite good content, so. Anyway, Liv, that's our only naughty or nice story today. I think it was naughty of Liam to go on that pod. Yeah, I think it was overall naughty, but again, like, the public outrage, again, just does, like, the crime does not, no, what is it? The punishment just is not fitting the crime these days. So here is an ad for us by us. I want to have a super quick chat to you all about Siska supporters. This is the new way that you can support what we do here at Shit You Should Care About. Because right now we're in a studio, which costs money to hire, with an audio engineer who we've got to pay, and every week we're researching, scripting, and hosting this thing for you, all which takes time, resources, and it costs money. You'll also notice that we're using valuable advertising space here, space which we often leave empty because we want to make sure that we're only partnering with the best and most vibey people. So for all of these reasons, we need your support to keep doing what we do. So please, if you have $1 or if you have $100, consider becoming a Cisco supporter so that we can keep doing this for you. The link is in the show notes. We love you so much. Bye. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.